You're listening to Daily Dispatch by Your Story, a show that tells you about all things making news in the startup, tech, and digital ecosystem. In this episode, we catch up with Shankar Prasad from Pure Play Skin Sciences. Very warm welcome to Daily Dispatch, a show that gives you all the latest news and updates from the digital ecosystem. I'm Priya Shet. Thank you very much for logging in. Time now to get you all the top news stories that we've been tracking for you this evening. Well, first up, e-commerce marketplace Flipkart has entered into a partnership with the Adani Group to create logistics as well as data centers with the promise of creating thousands of new jobs. The partnership between Flipkart and Adani Group will witness setting up a 5.34 lakh square feet logistics hub in Mumbai and a data center in Chennai to create 2,500 direct and thousands of indirect jobs. Well, moving on to the second headline of the day, Nike Fashion has acquired online jewelry brand Pipa Bella. This will help Nike expand its jewelry category, and Pipa Bella will continue to offer its services on its own website and also extend this functionality as a consumer brand under the Nike Fashion portfolio. Now, financial details of this transaction were not disclosed. Well, retail broking firm Upstocks has alerted customers of a security breach that included contact data and KYC details of customers, but assured users that their funds and securities will remain safe. This development comes close on the heels of reports of data breaches at organizations like MobiQuick, Facebook, as well as LinkedIn. Well, moving on to the final headline of the day, Morgan Stanley India Infrastructure has made an investment of $21 million to acquire stake in iBus. Now, iBus currently deploys its infrastructure across 233 commercial, residential and retail sites in the country with a tenanted area of about 276 million square feet. Well, moving on to our second segment, I have with me someone who has been in the weekend cosmetic space. I have with me Shankar Prasad from Pure Play Skin Sciences. Thank you very much for being a part of the Daily Dispatch. I want to begin by asking you about your journey over the last couple of months. Been both challenging as well as good times for brands, specifically in the online space. What's been your experience like? Yeah, thanks for having me here. First of all, uh, it's been quite a roller coaster over the last few quarters, uh, starting with the lows of about a year ago to the highs of uh, suddenly when online opened up. Uh, and thankfully, we are present as a brand in both online as well as in the brick and mortar retail. So brick and mortar retail really took a hit initially. Then the online space really picked up. And we have continued to maintain momentum there. Somewhere during the festive season, the retail also picked up, and it has maintained a strong momentum since. Uh, over the last month, of course, uh, retail is a little challenged, particularly in the west of India, uh, including in Mumbai, which is one of our strongest markets, uh, being a home market also for us. Uh, so, nonetheless, we are still soldiering on. Uh, online continues to provide excellent opportunities both the D2C part of our business as well as the marketplaces uh, that we are present on, which we have been present on for a long while. So the sort of experience of having uh, been in online for a while is really helping us at the moment. You know, I also want to talk to you about your growth in terms of the kind of user base, uh, in the, time, the kind of customers that have come on board, considering that lots of people have been shopping online. So in absolute terms, uh, both in terms of overall business growth as well as the growth in the number of customers, if you could yeah. give us some metrics out there. Sure. So um, our overall business has grown about 2.5x in the last one year. And on a run rate basis, we are, you know, almost 
yeah, we're, they're about a 2.5x compared to where we were uh, last year. The user base online, um, I mean, the growth has happened both in online as well as in brick and mortar, as you just mentioned. The user base online currently, we serve around 250 to 300,000 customers a month. Um, and uh, in the case of uh, across all the uh, you know channels, and in the case of retail, that number must be close to around 50,000, 60,000 a month. So that's difficult to track because we are on, uh, you know, shop and shop. But uh, overall, I would say that number should be close to around 250 to 300,000 customers a month. And uh, we, we keep seeing about, you know, about 60% of our user base is new users each month. 40% are, 40% uh, is repeat users. You know, when you talk about the kind of growth and the roadmap going forward, I believe that you did raise some funds uh, last year uh, and specifically wanted to understand what is your fund utilization plan and in terms of your roadmap for 21, uh, what can we expect? Yeah, so the the fund utilization is broadly in two or three areas. Uh, number one is in expanding our distribution reach for the, both uh, online as well as retail. Online does not take too much capital. Retail is the one that takes a little bit more capital. So that's that's going to be one focus area. The second area is in um, you know expansion of a product range, building of of the strong base in technology that we already have. So we do have uh, in-house R and D uh, setup that we are actually expanding as we speak. We are also expanding product categories. So for example. Uh, healthcare is something that we are not that well represented in, and that's sort of changing very soon. Uh, so expansion of product categories uh, and expansion of distribution, these are the two most important areas of deployment. Brand building is something that is ongoing, and that's again going to get accelerated uh, in this financial year, especially. So there are some exciting plans underway there in terms of uh, you know brand building. So therefore product, uh, you know, distribution and marketing. This is where we're going to be utilizing our newly raised capital on. You know, you have a very interesting investor on board. You have Unilever Venture uh, that is also on board uh, at Slum. I wanted to understand what is the kind of synergies that you're looking at. Are you looking at a, like a larger synergy with Hindustan Unilever considering that they are also uh, present in the personal care and duty space? See, uh, Unilever Ventures is a pure financial investor. Uh, that is their model. So there is a sort of walling between the venture arm of Unilever and the sort of operating part of Unilever. So therefore, there is little um, you know, operational involvement of Unilever in uh, what we do or vice versa. Um, however, they come from a house which understands what brand building is about, which understands what beauty is all about, which understands what creating products is all about. So that ethos and that sort of access to that knowledge is there on tap. And we have been able to sort of leverage some of that through to help our thinking uh, on how to sort of navigate through what is a very interesting phase in the beauty industry's evolution in India. So their international experience as well as the domestic experience is in handy for us. When we think about how do we sort of solve the, um, you know, the, the problem of addressing the new emerging uh, sort of consumer that is there in India. 
you know, when you look at the whole beauty and cosmetic space and specifically the space online, it's pretty cluttered. We are seeing lots of new players coming on board. We have a player like Nike uh, that is making uh, giant leaps into this uh, space. So how do you manage this kind of competition considering that, you know, even vegan products are available in plenty uh, yeah. in the market in India? See, uh, entry barriers are at an all-time low. Therefore, it is natural that there will be uh, competition and competition is welcome because it keeps everybody on their toes. It keeps innovation, the flag of innovation flying high in the industry as a whole and it helps everyone overall. It may feel like, you know, everyone's eating off from the same plate or sort of cutting the same pie up more finely, but it's worth remembering that the pie itself is expanding at an unprecedented pace, uh, particularly digitally. So, like, you know, the statistic that I like to quote here is like 30 million new users got added to e-commerce transactions in the last one year, right? Uh, that, and that 30 million was an increment on a 130 million base. So we have 160 million people who are transacting at least once in e-commerce. Out of a 500 million population that is having access to any kind of, uh, you know, uh, internet. So the headroom from... Uh, from a 160 to a 500 itself is so much. The headroom inside of the 160 in terms of the num number of people who are not, and then you have new people getting added uh, to the 500 itself. Uh, and the existing users sort of still upgrading and still sort of uh, having a multi-product regime, for example, in skincare. So opportunities abound. If you, if you really look at it from a big picture view, it may seem like there are lots of players, but what's really happening is that the opportunities are opportunities abound when it comes to specialist products, when it comes to specialist problem solutions, when it comes to new ways to talk to people online, new ways to get people to try new things online. So it's a, it's, it's actually a very exciting time to be building out a brand. And I think it will get a little almost monotonous if you had to do it all alone. So having competition actually makes for the whole place becoming a little more buzzier and busier. And it helps the overall industry, I feel. Uh, you know, I had a question on revenue targets and, uh, of course, growth targets going forward. Uh, if you could share what kind of revenue targets you're working with for the next one to two years. And in terms of overall growth, um, what are the kind of categories, uh, new categories, new uh, product launches, et cetera, that we can expect uh, that are in the pipeline? Yeah. So we would love to be a 500 crore company in about three years' time um, through a combination of what we spoke about, which is brand building, distribution, product, category expansion. Uh, and that 500 crore is not growth at any cost. That 500 crores is, should be a solid growth basis, a strong customer base, a strong brand franchise, uh, products that are holy grail for people in their regimes. And that's what we want to sort of be differentiated and be known for. Uh, without losing our focus on things which are dear to us, which is the whole aspect of being good and being sustainable as a brand. Uh, now, in terms of specifically which product categories are going to drive this growth, skincare is our, um, you know, number one category. And that's where that's what we are best known for. And that's something that we are, um, you know, further innovating a lot on. Uh, Haircare, as I mentioned earlier, is a category where we are relatively less present. And that's going to change very soon. Um, there are a bunch of other categories that we are working on that I can't disclose at the moment. Body Lovin is a brand that we, sub-brand of Plum that we started about uh, eight months ago. And that's off to a great start. And I do believe that, you know, for the philosophy that we advocate, 
of love every inch of that fab body of yours that kind of a positioning with the kind of delightful products that we are uh, able to put out has has seen very strong traction and that's a very innovation driven here and now kind of category so that's going to be uh, a big focus area for us and uh, lastly fi which is now a two year old brand off to a good start we are relaunching fi uh, with a very different look and feel with a very with a, with a clearer proposition on who it is meant for and that's about to hit the shelves in a month or two so overall i think across plum uh, plum body love and as well as fi we have lots of excitement coming up you know i also wanted to talk to you about your offline expansion i believe online is one channel uh, but in terms of offline presence also i believe that you are looking at spreading your wings uh, in that space too so we already are um, expanding quite rapidly there so in the last one year despite the pandemic we have added close to 250 points of presence where beauty advisors are present uh, we have added close to 3 or 4000 points of unassisted sales uh, this year we will add another 200 to 250 points of presence with uh, with beauty advisors being present remember that we are it's worth mentioning that we are also very sort of uh, careful about profitability unit economics of each outlet that we are present and if something doesn't work out we don't hesitate uh, sort of you know uh, pulling out from the outlet so then we have closed a few outlets that did not work so our the addition that i'm talking about are net additions uh, of 200 250 every year so that's the um, you know uh, expansion plan that we have for retail all right uh, we hope that uh, you know we can talk to you once again once you achieve that those kind of targets that you set out for yourself uh, thank to you that. very much uh, for being a part of our show and it's been a pleasure speaking with you thank you so much for likewise time. thanks for having me well time now to wrap up this edition of the daily dispatch i'll see you tomorrow at 5 pm goodbye and stay safe follow us on facebook instagram twitter and youtube just look for your story or log in to yourstory.com thanks for listening to daily dispatch by your story